All right. Thanks, Wesley. And thank you all for being here this morning. Uh, it's one of our favorite days here uh, at East Brainerd. It's always special when we get the opportunity to celebrate mom. Because when Mother's Day rolls around, everybody is just in a better mood, right? I mean, everybody's in a better mood. Everybody's smiling. Everybody, everybody is happy. Children are on their best behavior. And I'm talking about the older kids. Miss Khan, thank you for being here today. Steve has been so much better today. We appreciate that so much. I mean, husbands are more sensitive. They're more attentive on Mother's Day. It's amazing the attention that, that moms get from, from the husbands. And so I thought while everybody is being so nice, we like to do something here uh, every Mother's Day. This has kind of become an East Brainerd tradition, all right? So here's what I want you to do. Uh, we want to document this moment since everybody is in such a good mood. And so you, I want you to go and take a selfie with your mom. All right? So if your mom is here with you, take your phone out. And even if you kids, if you're over here, get up, go find mom, all right? And go take a, um, a selfie with her. Now, if, if your mom's not here, you take a selfie of yourself and send it to her. She's going to be happy you were at church this morning. That's going to be great, okay? And moms, if you are here but your kids are not here, then you take a real sad one and send it to your kids. Or borrow somebody else's kids and take a picture with them. That'll be great. Uh, my mom is not here this morning, so I'm going to I'm going to take my own selfie here. Wave to mom. Send that to her. Let's see. Get this. It's fine if grandmas come too, right? It has been good to look around the room and see so many different moms who are here. So make sure you get the picture. Everybody move around so you can make sure you get it with your kids. The kids wouldn't come to you. Is that what I'm finding out? So the kids wouldn't come, so the moms are coming to them. Don't you like that? Man, they thought they were going to get out of this, but no. But no. You know, I, I saw, like I said, some different moms uh, come in, and uh, it's great. Thank you for coming to be with, with your family. Um, Ms. Joanne Sawyer, I saw you. Uh, I know you're here somewhere. Glad to have you with us uh, today. And uh, it's, not just, it's not just some moms that, that are here. There are, there are some, some dads, some husbands that came to be with mom. I want to say um, I saw Mr. Marvin Jarrett here this morning. And it's great to have Mr. Marvin uh, able to get out and be with us. And so thankful for him to be able to be here and to um, get that tenor voice going this morning and to, to, sing, along, to sling, sing along with us. Make sure you get the selfie, send that out. Make sure that you um, tell mom that you are appreciating her, loving her. And uh, it's always, man, it's always a fun day. And my mom sent back a message. Let's see what she says. Um, she says she got it. Okay, good. That, that, that's, that's always good. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate that. I know you're, um, you're going to be watching. She's an hour behind, so she's going to catch up with us here in a little bit. And, but yeah, it's always good. Always good to know that you got it. Oh, it's a fun day. But you know, I want to acknowledge from the outset that I also know today carries a lot of stress and anxiety for, for some of you. Um, perhaps more than any other special day, whenever Mother's Day rolls around, it always brings various levels of emotion just based on our own individual experiences. 
I mean, most of us don't really have any trouble when it comes to thinking about our moms. We, we think back and, and we think of thoughts that are good. We had a mom who loved us, a mom who has been caring for us, a mom who listens, a, a mom who always encouraged. But for others, the memories are not always as good. It's not always as positive. Some of you had moms who were critical. Some of you had moms who were abusive. Never seemed to be there when you needed them. For others of you, it's a tough day because every time Mother's Day rolls around, it reminds you that mom is no longer here with you. Maybe this is your first Mother's Day since your mom's passing. There are some of you who experience the pain of of an abortion each Mother's Day that comes around and it haunts you. There are others of you who would give anything to, to become pregnant, but your struggle with infertility continues. And so while Mother's Day is special for so many, it It does bring pain and it brings sorrow for others. And I just want to say here from the outset that if you fall into one of those unhappy categories that I listed, hope that you'll kind of bear with things today and that something will be said, I hope, that will bring you encouragement. And for all of you, regardless of whether you're a mom or a dad, a guy or a gal, I hope that before you go, you're going to find some wisdom for the journey for whatever comes next. See, the last couple of weeks, we've been focusing in on graduates. And again, congratulations to all those guys and gals who have walked across the stage and graduated. It's always good to see those pictures online. I know we'll continue to see them as May goes along. But today, we're going to turn our attention to moms. We're going to turn our attention to our mothers because motherhood is just a series of of what's next, right? It's a series of transitions. And I think it's why so many of our moms have highlighted in their Bibles Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It says, for everything, there is a season and a time for every activity under heaven. See, somewhere between the youthful energy of a teenager and the golden years of a woman's life, there is this time frame, there is this marvelous and loving person that is simply known as mom. And a mom is a curious mixture of patience and kindness, of understanding, of discipline, of industriousness, of purity and love. You know, a mom can be at the same time both a, a lovelorn counselor for a heartsick son or a head soccer coach to an athletic daughter. A mom can sew the tiniest of stitch in a dainty prom dress and then still with the same expertise thread her way through the heaviest of traffic in a large SUV or huge van. A mom is the only creature on earth who can cry when she is happy and laugh when she's heartbroken and, and work even though... She doesn't feel good. A mom is as gentle as a lamb, but she can also be as strong as a giant. A mom has an angelic voice when she is rocking that baby to sleep singing Brahms lullaby. And yet that same voice can dwarf the sound of an amplifier when she's at a ball game saying, Run! Run! A mom has the fascinating ability to be almost anywhere at once. To be almost anywhere at once, and she alone can somehow squeeze an enormous amount of living into an average day, finding time for every activity under heaven. So moms, before you go to whatever activity is next on your calendar, and I hope it's going to be a great lunch here in a little bit. I hope that whoever it is that that truly loves you the most, whichever child loves you the most, is going to be taking you out for a great meal today, right? But before that happens... Can you remember that it's, it will not always be like this for long? Whether you're expecting your first child or you're getting ready to say goodbye to your last, it's not going to be like this for long. 
You turn around and Cinderella has gone off to the ball. Prince Charming has ridden away. And when you're in the midst of babies and bottles and toddlers and tantrums and teenagers and tantrums, <laughs> you begin to think that the circus that is your family is never going to leave town. <laughs> that it's just always going to be there. But one day it will. One day the circus will pack up and leave. One day there'll be no more diapers to change. There'll be no more uniforms to wash. No more meals to clean up after. Now look, and I'm not saying these things to make the moms in the room sad. I, some of you might be going, Woo! Yes! The day is coming! It's great! But I'm saying these things so, so you can be reminded to be like a young mom in Nazareth who treasured the moments with her son and thought about them often. In fact, highlights from the life of Jesus' mother provides great wisdom for today's moms. You know, when Gabriel tapped Mary on the shoulder in Luke chapter 1, man, she was greatly troubled because of the message that the messenger had brought. That she, this young teenage girl, was going to be a mother. It was a very disturbing message. After all, she was engaged at the time to Joseph. And engagements then, they're a little bit different than what takes place in our society today. For instance, an engagement can only be broken with a bill of divorcement. And if you were suspected of unfaithfulness, you could be divorced. Or there was a chance that you could be put to death. If her fiancé died, she was considered to be a widow. Any child that was born during this engagement was considered illegitimate. Therefore, as this unique pregnancy became known, Mary, as this young girl, faced all kinds of troubling possibilities. There was the rejection of Joseph. There was the task of trying to raise this child alone in a hostile culture to women. In addition to all this, she jeopardized her reputation in Nazareth should any of the neighbors find out because all the whispers would begin. She even risked her life if she should be accused of unfaithfulness to Joseph. And so you understand why she was greatly troubled with the news that she was going to be a mom. And you know, she could have said, Lord, I just can't go through this. You need to go find somebody else. I'm just a young girl. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the responsibility. I'm not ready for the scorn. I'm certainly not ready for the rejection. Maybe just be better. Maybe be better if somebody else was called mom. But Mary, with a faith that defies our understanding, said, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Guys, I want you to focus in on Mary's perspective. First, she knew who God was, that he was the Lord Almighty. And she knew who she was. His servant. Now she didn't understand all the hows and whys, but if God wanted to give her the task of raising his son, then Mary was going to do it because she was God's servant. And those of you who are mothers, just like Mary, you need to have the same perspective. For you too are servants of God in all things, but especially in the raising of your children. You are God's servants and, and you are raising up God's children. Each life that is knit in the womb by the hand of the Almighty God is precious. And just as Mary had the responsibility for raising Jesus for God, moms, you have been given the responsibility to raise your son or daughter for the Lord as well. For the most important thing a mother can do is to prepare her children to be servants of the Lord. That's the main responsibility. And look, on those days that you feel overwhelmed... On those days that it just feels like that you are so inadequate and you're like, God, why me? Right? Why me? Then maybe the words that were given to Mary can bring strength to you. 
as she was told, nothing is impossible with God. Now I want you to focus in. It doesn't say that nothing is impossible for God, even though that's true. It says that nothing is impossible with God. With God at your side, with God on your team, nothing is impossible. Do you believe that? Because you're in the midst of the circus right now, and you need a faith that holds on to the fact that, you know what, I am not in this alone. Now, here's something else that can bring you some encouragement. Even Jesus frustrated his mama. Okay? Yeah. Even Jesus frustrated his mama. And I know some of your kids are going, thank you, Chris. Thank you. It's like, thank you for bringing that up. Because mama never thought I'd been much like Jesus. But now, this is how I am like Jesus. When Jesus was 12 years old, he and his parents, they went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And after the celebration was over, the family was traveling back home. And they thought that Jesus was along in the journey. He was just somewhere else in the caravan, hanging out with some of the other travelers. But when he did not show up in the evening, well, they started looking for him among their relatives and among their friends. And when they couldn't find him, they turn everything back around, and they go to Jerusalem, and they begin what was a frantic search. I mean, after all, how do you go to God and say, by the way, I lost your kid, right? How do you do that? And so three days later, three days later, they finally discover Jesus in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. And his parents, they just didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know what to think. Mary said, son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching everywhere for you. Now, I can't prove this, but I am pretty sure that Mary used Jesus' middle name that day. <laughs> I don't know what Jesus' middle name is. I mean, she could have been Jesus Emmanuel, Right? Maybe, I don't know, but I'm sure she used the middle name because he was missing for three days, right? Three days. So moms, this should bring you comfort. I mean, you just lost your child in the lobby out here just a few minutes ago, right? I mean, you, sometimes you can't find your child at Walmart. That happened to us. Micah would hide underneath the clothes in Walmart, but Tanya always brought him home. She found him eventually. Micah Nicholas Barnett, get out from underneath there. The text says that Jesus returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. Don't you know that was a long camel ride home? <laughs> right? But I want to go back and play with you. Sit right there, young man. <laughs> mm. The text says that Mary treasured all these things in her heart, Mom. There's that phrase again. Mary treasured all these things. She kept the memories of those days close, those three days that she was looking for her son, those times when she did not understand the, the twinkle that was there in Jesus' eye. Treasured them up, because it will not be like this for long. But something jumps out to me in that particular story. Moms and even dads, don't give up on your kids. Don't give up on your kids. When Mary and Joseph returned to Jerusalem, they began what was a determined search for their missing son. And the wording implies that they looked diligently for Jesus, that they literally searched up and they searched down. They were not slowed down by the difficulty of the task. Their son was lost and they were going to persevere until they found him. And you know, some of you know all too well what it's like 
You know all too well what it's like to have a son or daughter walk away from the care and the love and the protection that you provide. And you wish you could find them at church just like they found Jesus. I mean, you, you wish all you had to do today was come here and there was your kid. But instead, perhaps your child has chosen to become lost in addictions or in self-destructive relationships or in poor financial decisions. Don't give up on them. Now understand, your search may take days. It may take months, years. Your search for your child could take a lifetime. And like Mary, you're going to have nights filled with distress. The word odunao is intense emotional pain. When she says we were frantically searching for you. When she's telling Jesus, why have you done this to us? She's talking about the emotional pain, the, that personal expression of anguish that comes out in mourning. The root of that particular word means to go down. It's the idea of the sun that is setting, and it refers to a consuming sorrow. But don't give up on your kids. Don't give up on that defiant toddler. Don't give up on that strong-willed 10-year-old. Don't give up on that limit-pushing teenager. Don't give up on that confused young adult. Mom and Dad, don't give up. You turn that caravan around. When you go in search. I'm reminded of the story of a young girl named Maria. She ran away from home when she reached 18. She wanted life in the big city. When her mother discovered her daughter's absence, she took what meager savings she had and went and bought a bus ticket into the city. And with the remaining funds, she went and had pictures made of herself, small little passport-sized photos. And when she arrived in the city, Maria's mother went to every bar. She went to every hotel that she could find. You see, she knew the types of places that would welcome in eagerly a young girl from the country. In each location, she would go and she would inquire, wanting to know, have you seen my daughter? She would describe her to the best of her ability. At each location, she would give the bartender or the hotel manager one of the pictures that she had developed of herself. And when all the photos were distributed, she climbed back onto the bus and she went home. Weeks later, a young girl descended the staircase of a local hotel. Her eyes were bloodshot, her hair was uncombed, and her dress was wrinkled. She barely resembled the young girl that months before had run away in the middle of the night. She arrived in the city with such big hopes, and, and there were these big dreams. She remembered how that she had fought with her parents about her future. She could still see the hurt in her mother's eyes when she yelled, I hate you. And she meant it just before slamming the bedroom door. She stopped at the bottom of the stairs to fix her hair in the lobby mirror. And as she looked at herself, she thought about how the city was not what she had expected. It was amazing how in just a few months, it was amazing how such a huge effect could take place. What little money she had arrived with had quickly dry, dried up. No one, no one wanted to hire her, at least for nothing that was respectable. The friends that she had made in town the first few days that she was there were long gone. And now here she was in a strange place, alone and frightened. 
As she was fixing her hair, something caught her attention in the bottom corner of the mirror. And, and she looked down and she, she saw a small passport-sized photo. She recognized the eyes that were staring back at her. She removed it from its corner. She thought, how did my mother's photograph get here? And she began to weep as she looked into her mother's eyes. And then she turned the photo over. And she read what her mother had written on the back of every single picture. Maria, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've become, I still love you. Come home. Don't give up, Mom. Whether your child is young or old, our children need to know that we will always search for them. And they can always come home. Guys, raising children will not always be easy. When they hurt, when they are sick, when they are betrayed, you feel every bump, you feel every single bruise. And guys, they may have a life that goes against all that you believe and hold dear. They may rebel against you and reject your love. I mean, after all, if Jesus caused his parents sleepless nights, you can be sure that your children will do the same. But don't give up on your kids. Because aren't you glad that your Father in heaven didn't give up on you? Keep the proper perspective. Take advantage of the time that you have to raise your children as servants of God. And even if they reject your training, even if they reject your love, it will not be like this for long. It will not be like this for long. You know, perhaps you are here today because your mother never stopped searching. You have praised your heavenly father this morning because you had an earthly mother who prayed for you every single night. Your mother served God and raised you to follow in, in her service. And today, on, on Mother's Day, you honor her godly legacy. Maybe what you need to do today is act on her prayers. Maybe you're here, but you need to recommit yourself to God's service. Or maybe you're here today in spite of your mom. That could happen too. Your family of origin was not one that took the things of God very seriously, but you have chosen a different path. You have chosen a different path for your children. You know, and it could be that you need this church family here to pray for your continued faith and strength. We're going to sing here together in just a few minutes, and, and we do want to give you that opportunity that if you're a mom or dad and, and you would like for prayers for your family, we want you to know that, that you have that opportunity to be able to, to, to come here before this church body. And we'll be glad to put our arms around you and to offer up prayers for your family. No questions asked. Or, or if you would like to have some privacy and you would like to talk with someone about something that is going on right now within your life, we want you to know that one of our elders is going to be in our prayer room. It's located just off of our lobby. You can exit out the doors there in the back, and he'll be glad to 
to talk with you privately, to pray with you, to, to read scripture with you. Anything that's on your heart, again, no, no questions asked. See, 2,000 years ago, a young girl chose to trust God with whatever came next. It wasn't always easy for Mary. But her perspective of who God was and who she was and, and her perseverance allowed her to be God's mother. And what I hope is that we'll all share those characteristics. No matter if we're mothers or, or fathers, no matter if we're children, that we'll have those characteristics that understand that God is God and I am his servant and, and I will never give up on one of his children. Let's have that in our life. And before we go to whatever it is that comes next, before we go to whatever it is that's next on our journey, whatever it is that God has in store, I want us to commit to standing beside every mother and support and encourage her as she strives to raise children for God. Because it will not be like this for long. So stand beside your mom. Go stand beside one of the kids that are here. Go stand beside one of our grandmas that are here today. Remind them that we are in this together. It's a big circus. Guys, we frustrate each other. There are times of tears, but there are also times of joy. But we praise God today, for he has not left us alone. And he has given us a family in which to be thankful for. Will you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you for the love that you have poured out on us. And for how you have shown us your love through the love of our family, through the love of, of others who have reached out to us. And we have different people who are here this morning, different people who are watching, and some have had, had experiences in, during their childhood that was truly filled with honor and glory for you, but there are others that had a difference, have a different story, and have a different upbringing. Father, allow us to look forward to what is coming next. And allow us to carry on with the wisdom that we have found here today in the life of the mother that you chose for your son. That we keep our perspective clear. That we understand that as parents that we are here to raise children for you. And Father, will you strengthen our heart? Will you give us courage to never give up on our kids? That we will go to whatever length it is necessary even those times when it means the tough love that has to come. That we will do whatever we can in order to remind them that they can always come home. Father, I'm grateful for each family that's represented here. For the choice that each person made to be here today. Whether it was just to come to be with mom or to be with the kids. Father, to come and to, to praise you. Whatever it was that, that drew them here to this moment, I pray that, that your spirit will be active in their life. They will feel closeness to you. And they will understand that you are, first and foremost, their father. And that you have poured out your love through Jesus. May we feel loved as your children. And Father, may we share that love with others. Thank you so much for not giving up on us. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. I told Wesley via... I guess, Wesley, I told this to your dad this week. I said, why don't you choose some songs that your mom likes when it comes to, um, 
when it comes to our, our worship today. So, Miss Lori, I don't know if this is one of your favorites or not, but it's one of my favorites, so we're going to uh, sing it here uh, this morning. We're going to raise a hallelujah together, and if you need to come before this body for any reason, I pray that you will do so as together we stand and sing. Go put your arm around Mom. <laughs> 